Good evening and welcome to today's podcast brought to you by Equine Devil's Advocate on this Monday. I do hope you've all had a lovely restful weekend with beautiful rejuvenating spring weather. Well, actually, who, who has a restful weekend who has horses? Hmm, is that a bit of a fallacy? Well, it can be if horses are work. Not so much, perhaps, if horses are recreation and a break from a nine-to-five, an office. Hmm, it depends on what one does for a living. Well, as for the weather, yes, it's March, sunshine, hailstorm, hailstones even, wind, rain, all of it, all together, a bit of a mix and more. The forecast this weekend promised something rather nice, but then it didn't deliver. It gave us something else, a smattering of snow even. Yet, let us not be despondent, my daffodils have arisen from their soil nests. Yes, one minute they're just peeping above the ground, and then, ta-da, there they are, gorgeous yellow trumpets. Albeit bending back and forth in harsh wind and being battered by hail, but still, it is a beautiful sign of spring. And the hawthorn hedges have tiny little blanket of green, Little green shoots beginning to shape the brown, spiky twigs. Spring is coming. Hallelujah. And the evenings are lighter. So, we say again, we do hope you all had a good weekend. And that spring too is starting to brighten your day. And so, let us continue with our story. Quadrille. For ponies riders and the guidance and expert eye of Captain Adam, the man of few words and seriously shiny boots. Let us resume where we left off last week. I left you at that moment of triumph for me and my pony. Some lengthening, extendy, trotty thing had begun to happen. On me and my pony, Tamashanta. Moreover, Captain Adam made an unexpected U-turn on his exit from the school, only to witness my equestrian finery. But not only that, he also spoke. He spoke two words. They were, jolly good. Oh, how I prayed he did not glance back to witness my immediate falling apart with shock afterwards. I prayed that all he saw was those flicky little pony toes. Shum, shum, shum. It was, in fact, so overwhelming by the achievement of that movement and the praise after it that everything fell apart because I stopped riding. After that, I decided to leave it there and then perhaps resume, try again, practice some more during our midweek quadrille. 
practice. Had I perhaps been cool, calm, and collected, a couple more passes would have been sensible, just to consolidate what was to be learnt. But that being far from the truth, and also a tiny, weeny, wee little gremlin of, ooh, what if it's a fluke? No, don't go there. Time to quit for today. Quit on a high. It's the most important thing you can do. So that is what I did. The biggest difference with a high, though, is the excitement and the change in our attitude. As now, I couldn't wait for the next opportunity, as opposed to being filled with trepidation at the prospect of the next opportunity. Sounds as though. We are being interrupted slightly this evening.、Uh, please do excuse the notification noise. We all gathered together back at the stables, and we chatted excitedly about how well everything had gone in that lesson. Whilst munching on various snacks, because you know it's hungry work. These Captain Adam lessons, actually. In truth, it was probably more like troughing. We were shoveling great handfuls of food into our mouths and talking at the same time. It was actually our ponies that were munching their hay without the same gluttony. We decided two further practices this coming week: Tuesday evening and Thursday evening. Yes, that should work for all of us, parents included. You see. We had also discovered why Justin became Mr. Sleepyhead on a Wednesday evening. His constant yawning and eyes half closed, and just no go, no umph, no engine. You see, we found out that it was on Wednesday that Justin had adult lessons. Hmm, being a good, stocky, strong cob. This was something for which he was greatly valued. The ability to carry and teach adults, even relative beginners. We also learnt it wasn't the size or the weight of the adults that tired him out. It was the fact that he was so good at second-guessing their fumbling, contradictory aids and waiting for them, looking after them in the moment of them losing their balance, regaining it, and then losing it again. All the things we expect to do when we're learning—it's no criticism, but it is tiring, tiring for Justin's mind. It required brain work. So, come the evening, his poor little brain was fried from concentration, mainly also from his generosity of spirit. It was also told to us that he did still thoroughly enjoy showing off his extended paces, given the appropriate rider and an opportunity. So, bearing Justin in mind and his needs to sleep. Tuesday evening was set as our next practice time. Come Tuesday, we met once again in the school, but we had not pre-planned the structure of our practice. We neglected to do that. We 
sort of kind of forgot. We actually all thought the other had, but none of us actually had, because we all thought somebody else was doing it. Hey-ho, that's the way things go sometimes. Personally, I was dying to show my mastery, my skill of having found and executed the extended, lengthening, medium, trotty thing to the others. But that came considerably later in the floor plan. And a good point, a reminder, came from Tasha, sat on spot. You know, she said, I still can't do that trot. So why don't we practice our changes again and extending the canter? Spot's good at that. Oh, yes, extended canter. We're going to fit that in too. Mm, yeah, that sounds like fun. And the timing is really important. As in that part of the quadrille floor plan, we have to crisscross through each other and then come back to collected counter as a pair. Hmm. Two of us from the top end of the school and two of us from the bottom. Then when we get to X, half circle left and right for all four to pair momentarily again before reaching the track and then either end of the school turn down the three-quarter line, first pony, just off the centre line, second pony, same for the third pony, fourth pony, and extended canter the length of the school from either end and through each other. Whoa. Tricky, tricky, tricky. Hmm. When you think about it, sounds complicated. And actually, yes, because first pony must turn a half circle after meeting their pair and must move on a bit to get to the furthest three-quarter line whilst the second of the pair must stay slightly more collected so that we can all turn up the length of the school at the same time with the right width between us lest we crash into each other. Dear God, who thought of this manoeuvre anyway? Well, if it was well executed, like anything, it would look great and flowing and the music could be dramatic and stirring. So, we thought, let's be sensible. First, let's gain some synchronicity in our speed and paces. This might actually prove to be a bit more difficult than we had originally thought. Hmm... We've got Boundy Justin and Dainty Mary. Ah, uh, maybe not. Maybe better to go back to Bay Bay, Justin Spot, Grey Grey, Tam Mary. But does that work with our start order? God, it's like some kind of equine Rubik cube. I'm even confusing myself just thinking back, giving myself brain ache. How on earth did we get to the point? that we could actually do this and keep our colour coordinated. Perhaps we should just paint them all the same colour. Not a bad idea. So, after some considerable chit-chat, back and forth, 
yes, you know, you need to be here and I need to go there and then I need to be there and you need to go here. We finally decided to just get on with organising the speed of the pace. A speed to suit all. Yes. Let's just keep it simple to begin with. Canter in pairs around the outside of the school and see what happens. See if we can match up our paces, our striding and our synchronicity. We all went about our individual warm-up and set ourselves up into pairs. Just then, we decided to put on the outside and spot on the inside. Off they went. And surprisingly, they were really well matched. The rider turning off the outside of the circle suited Justin and Spot staying more active in his paces turned the inside shorter circle really, really well. Oh, actually, that was really good. So, now to Tam and Mary. I was decided would be on the outside and Mary on the inside. We set our counter up and from the corner before the short side we cantered together very, very well with good paces, striding and synchronicity. We came off the corner onto the long side stepped on the gas just a wee bit and with an enormous squeal Mary shot off like a rocket bucking and farting away she went halfway down the next long side Melanie was laughing her head off all the way as was her twin Tasha when Melanie eventually managed to pull up she came immediately to her pony's defence well, she said, she did used to be a games pony before I got her. She thinks it's a race. Ah, this could be a bit of a problem. And so it did become a bit of a problem. In fact, quite a big problem. You see, little, well, 14 too, little, adorable, fabulous child's pony Mary had had a lengthy and successful career in many disciplines. She knew many, many things, one of which was Pony Club Games. Speed. The need for speed was the key to success in that Pony Club domain. And oh boy, was she speedy. A little lightning bolt. Well, we thought the excitement had passed and we thought we'd try once more. Melanie was a tad more forewarned this time and halfway knew what her pony was thinking. But on the second attempt, Mary became even quicker off the mark. The collected counter around the short side as a pair was perfect. Yet, Mary clearly visualised some invisible start line just out of the corner on the long side and with another squeal, off she flew. Once more, 
She was seriously quick, and Melanie, clearly obsolete as a rider. Here was a pony that knew her job. There were no flags, no buckets or cones or bending poles, but she knew this was her job, and speed was of the essence. And so, do her job she did, tearing down the next long side and skidding to a very abrupt halt before the wall at the end of the school. And I had actually only got as far as B, halfway up the previous long side. Oops. How to say to a pony? Great job, but actually, sorry, it's the wrong job. Melanie, full of optimism, said, "Oh no, it's it's okay. I just need to change my tack." Sam looked quizzically sceptical and said, "What are you going to change it to? A concrete block tied to a tail?" Melanie said. Laughing, no, I just need to change my saddle cloth, my girth, and use my best chai bridle. She knows that they're for dressage only, but I hunt her in these ones. Hmm. Okay. Can a pony know its required job based around its wardrobe? Interesting. Hmm. But so, as a consequence of Mary being inappropriately dressed for this particular practice, we decided to shelve further extended canter, just for now. Yes, we all decided let's try something else. So, I ventured we could perhaps practice our extended trot work. Oh yes. Was the consensus of opinion all round, with the exception of Tasha, who said, "I still don't get it. Spot can't do it. He doesn't get it either." Well, now I was armed with newfound information and a superb feel, thanks to Sendry, Sendy, and Gudrun, of course. So I said, "Well." Do、you know, I've actually learnt a different way, and I think it works. Shall I show you? Oh, what have I just said? I've just thrown myself off the deep end, as of course the others were still seriously intrigued, but they were still under the impression I was in the non-happening pair, as far as the extended lengthy trot thing was concerned. But No, I have faith. I had glimpsed what it felt like, and Captain Adam had said, "Jolly good." So, off the deep end, we will go. I patted my pony and I said to him, "You can do it." So, off we went to the outer edge of the school, and concentration kicked in. Focus. Hmm. Think of nothing but Gudrun's instructions and what she told me about positioning. I came to the diagonal line that I had chosen, prepared, and shum shum shum. Yes, flicky pointy toes, all the way across the diagonal, and then easily 
back to working trot. Oh my God, what a feeling. It was amazing. And I heard, wow, from Tasha and Sam. And a yay from Melanie. Oh, oh, oh. It was just brilliant. How? How did you do that? Asked Tasha. Well, I said, I was told this and then this and told to do that. But mostly, I think it's because I just think about the feeling, the feeling that I want when I ask, and he seems to get it. Oh, said Tasha. She sat on her pony, manoeuvring her body in this sort of testy, jerky way, saying, what, sort of like, like this and like this, like that. Well, yeah, sort of, I replied, but, do you know, actually it's easier when you're moving. She said, oh, I feel like a goose strutting across the lawn. And we did laugh. Well, if that's what works for you, that's absolutely fine. After all, we've talked about this, what the meaning of words translated into feel can be like. If you want to feel like a goose, strutting across the lawn that's fine by me and so just as we were about to give Spot and Tasha the whole of the school to practice this goose manoeuvre Sam had a brainwave why don't you follow me on Justin then Spot can copy him as well ah yes genius idea a horsey explanation and demonstration for a horse as well. Great, what could be better? Sam said, I'll do it down the long side. And off they went. Justin in front, Spot behind. There they were, all set up, prepared, balanced in working trot, half halt, and Justin's away. Shum, 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 and Spot behind him, started to trot quicker and quicker. Tasha, in goose position, it's not very comfortable. So I shouted at her, go rising, and she did. Not this time, like her life depended upon it, as before, but with a lightness and more suspension in her goose Austria. Spot switched gears and let go, and shum, 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 extended his toes. Stride for stride, he matched Justin, Melanie even, and I clapped. Yay! Bah! said Tasha as she sailed down the long side. Wah! I've Got it! I could do it! Oh my God! I just have to ride like a goose! Well, that was great! And so, we did more. We did it behind each other, or beside each other, and independently of each other. Even with the ill-attired Mary, her mind was diverted back to this job. This extended lengthening, trotty thing that had seemed so elusive, yet now was so easy and exciting.
And so it was that we ended our session on a total high. Once more, we felt like a team. Once more, we felt united and synchronized. Well, in the trot, anyway. And could it be that the alteration of Mary's wardrobe would bring the whole picture together? Do please join us next time, next Monday, to find out. And of course, we will be back this coming Friday with hopefully your correspondence. And to that effect, I leave you with this question for the week: Do you personally believe a horse or pony can preempt its task, its job? What comes next? By what it is wearing, by a change or identifying with its wardrobe. Choose your page: www.equinedevilsadvocate.com. Hot stuff, not on your Nelly. Tack is tack. Biscuit. Of course, they understand more than we give them credit for. Quoya. Undecided, not sure either way. Please do jump on your keyboards and get typing. And until then, have a great week. And wherever you are, whatever you're doing, do take care. And we will, of course, speak very soon.